in business, we set big dreams, sometimes really, really big dreams, which is exactly what you should be doing. Setting big dreams and going after them takes a truckload of courage. But in reality, sometimes those dreams don't end up happening. And that leaves you feeling vulnerable to experiencing all kinds of uncomfortable and disappointing feelings. In this episode of the She's in Business podcast, I want to expose the finish line to be not all it's cracked up to be. Achieving the big dream, the big goal is not the be all and end all. Your life can take you to remarkable places if you believe in your ability and keep moving yourself forward. And I believe the word that best describes this is resilience. But before we jump into this juicy episode, I have a Christmas gift for you, a token of gratitude for tuning into this podcast. It's 25 Christmas Canva templates that you can use to save time on social media. And you might be thinking, but Christmas is only a few days away. It's too late for me to use this. But you should still go ahead and take advantage of it and just squirrel it away for next year and be super prepared for the silly season in 2022. So go to www.donahan.com forward slash silly season. I'm Donna Han, a business coach and an online course creator, and this is the She's in Business podcast. You can think of me as your business bestie, who's a few steps ahead of where you are right now. As a mum fueled with ambition and determination, I've created and sold three businesses, I've learnt the lessons, made mistakes, and I understand the daily juggle and the hustle. I also know what it's like when relationships fray and burnout taps you on the shoulder. That was my world until I reshaped and transformed the way I ran my six-figure business. Today, I help women to transform their businesses and go from being the overwhelmed entrepreneur to becoming the thriving entrepreneur, feeling energized, empowered, and fulfilled within their business lifestyle. I want to inspire your business journey and help you to stop spinning your wheels because I want you to burn bright instead of burning out. And I'll invite other entrepreneurs to share their real life stories too, because I want you to know that you're not alone. You can be the savvy entrepreneur that you are born to be and enjoy the freedom to do the things and be present with the people that mean the most to you. So if you're ready to rise to the next level and build a business by design, this is the She's in Business podcast for mums who are made for more. business owner, it goes without saying that being courageous and vulnerable is part of your chosen career path. And by continually stretching yourself to grow your skills and knowledge, as a result, you'll see your business grow and you'll see profitability rise too. But there is a need to develop resilience. If you're new to starting your business, I don't want to discourage you because being your own boss has so many perks too. But I do need to let you know that it's not always smooth sailing. If you've been a business owner for a while, you'll know I'm speaking the truth here. There are great rewards from running your own business, but there are also great challenges. I like to say some of my private coaching clients who are feeling stuck or on the path to burnout, I like to say that if business was easy, everyone would be doing it. 
The reason I want to talk today about this topic is because we're getting very close to the end of 2021. At the time of this episode being released, it will be the 21st of December. So it's very common to feel exhausted and beaten down and deflated for some business owners. And if this is you right now, rest assured you are not alone. 2021 has been a really tough year for a lot of people. We've been operating in a constant state of uncertainty, wondering how COVID will affect the future of our businesses and how to manage changes, which just keep rolling in. And if the pandemic, on the other hand, has created an opportunity for you to maybe pivot your business to either maintain or increase your revenue, then that takes a considerable amount of energy and resilience too. So in general, people are feeling really, really tired at the moment. Also, you know, things may not have panned out the way that perhaps you had hoped for. Those big goals or dreams that you set at the beginning of the year, you know, it took courage for you to put those goals out there and the steps that you made to try and make those dreams a reality, maybe they didn't quite happen, which has left you feeling disappointed and drained of confidence. So if that's you, I want you to stop what you're doing and I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. Tune your full attention into this. You need to trust that all of your hard work is leading you somewhere. You will create little miracles in your life that you didn't initially intend, but that will deliver you amazing things in the future. And the beauty of allowing trust in believing that all of your hard work is leading you somewhere is that the miracles you create may not even be the ones you imagined. Maybe they might even be better than you imagined. But we just have to allow it time for them to be realised. Life will test you. Business will test you. But if you show up for yourself in the mirror every day, maintaining that positive attitude, you will eventually end up where you are meant to be. And you have to believe that. You have to believe in you. Your dream is just a map which helps you in a direction to head in. That map may or may not lead you to the destination that you think it will, and that's okay. Every experience that you have as a business owner is a lesson that will strengthen your resilience, a lesson that will shape you to be a better person, a better business owner, and a better leader. As I said at the beginning of the episode, In business, we set these big dreams and sometimes really big, big dreams, which is exactly what you should be doing. Setting big dreams and going after them, it does take a huge amount of courage to do that. To be courageous, you also have to open yourself up to vulnerability. They go hand in hand. You can't be courageous without being vulnerable and you can't be vulnerable without being courageous. And I know that personally, this is really testing. At every stage of my business journey, this has tested me. So you're definitely not alone. It takes courage to open the doors of your business. It takes courage to tell people, family and friends and potential customers what it is that you plan to do. And at every growth stage of your business, it takes courage to step into that space, to ask for a sale on a product or service. That takes courage. To ask and to listen to feedback and act on that feedback, that takes courage too. Not only does it take courage to build up your business, 
But it also takes courage to stop the things that are not working, to maybe reduce your working hours, to reduce the number of products or services that you offer, maybe to reduce the number of people in your team. If you're a new listener and maybe you don't know my backstory, I started my business journey at 19 and I've been always really, really super curious about business ownership from a really young age. I can't imagine now doing anything different. So my first business was at 19 and since then I've had four businesses that I consider to be proper businesses. Like there've been other projects that I've experimented with over the years, but the four proper real businesses that have happened over the last 18 years um, have taken me on a really diverse journey. So I started off at 19 with a kids entertainment business. Then I moved on to having a small online retail and pop-up shop catering to outdoor families who enjoy traveling and that kind of thing. That was when I had had my first baby at that time. So those two businesses I sold. Um, Currently, I run two businesses. I have a bricks and mortar business and an online business. I run a super successful dance studio. It's called Dance Kicks. We turn a six-figure profit annually. And I also have She's in Business and the Ready to Rise program, which involves online coaching and business training for mums who are made for more, who want to achieve great things without burning out. So with the latter, with the She's in Business and Ready to Rise program, If you're interested in more information, you can go to donahan.com and it's all listed there. But my biggest business lessons, hands down, so far, have come from running my dance studio, which has been operating for the past six years. And when I started out, it was basically to keep my brain active in doing something that I loved, whilst also being flexible with my two boys, who at that time, my eldest son was three and my youngest son was six months old. And initially, it started out as a very, very small business. It was uh, five classes a week. We started in two locations. And the reason that I say we is because the business actually began as a partnership in 2016. And we decided that we wanted the business to have two locations to reach more people. And we use grassroots marketing There was no paid advertising at all. It was all organic reach through Facebook a lot of the time and also just being out and about in the community wherever we could. And within 12 weeks, it absolutely had exploded. We added more classes. We tested out a new location a few months later and that took off as well. Uh, We had 100 kids enrolled and things were going really, really well. And things continued to grow. And as that happened, the demands of responsibilities grew as well with juggling a business and a family. Plus my business partner, uh, she was working part-time as well. So in uh, what happened in the end is that our partnership ended in 2017. I bought out my business partner and continued to grow the business as best as I could. And I've always had like from the day I can remember as a child, I've always had big dreams and big goals. And the dance studio was no different. I could see at that time, going back, I could see that I was making a really positive difference to the kids who were coming to classes. And I was growing my team. I had 10 teachers at this stage in 2018. 
And the student numbers had grown to like 250 kids. And considering we were located in a really small regional town in central coast Queensland, it was very fast, rapid growth. And both locations at this stage were very solid. Like our retention of students was strong. Term to term, we were retaining about 90% of our kids and year on year, it was about 80%. There's always a bigger drop when you move from one year into the next. And so I could feel even though things were going really well and the business was sitting strong, I could feel myself burning out because I was stretched across two different locations, which were 20 Ks apart, three nights a week, we had classes running simultaneously in both of those locations. So, you know, you had to sort of split yourself in two. And my husband, he works on a rotating shift roster between day shift and night shift. So I was also continually juggling babysitters and being at the two locations, which means I also needed to make sure that I had double the amount of teachers for both locations to run. And so that meant also a big chunk of my budget went to wages, right? So whilst we did have really great systems in place and my team, fantastic, they're so amazing. A majority of those team members from back in those days are still with me, but it was a lot, you know, and every year when I got to like September, October, and we started to plan the timetable for the following year, every year I would get to that time And I would agonize over deciding whether I should merge the studios into one location. Logistically, it made so much sense. Financially, it made sense. You know, physically, it was impossible to be in two places at once. And so one location seemed like a really good move. But for three years, (laughs) for three years, I pushed through. For three years, I didn't have that courage to close the second location because I felt so vulnerable to what that looked like from the outside looking in. Even though I sort of instinctively knew that it was probably the right decision, I was really scared of what people would think. I was worried that people might perceive that as the business was sinking if we closed one of the locations. And I was worried about letting some of my team go because there wouldn't be a position for them if I closed one of those locations. And I was also kind of scared that I would lose customers because they wouldn't be willing to travel that 20 kilometers to an alternative location. And so I agonized over that decision every single year for three years. And I have pages and pages in my journal trying to work out what to do, you know, the pros and the cons of it, the fears behind it. What if I do this? How will that affect that? What if I do that? How will that affect this? Like just pages and pages. My head was swimming. And this happened every year for three years. Like every September, October, when it came to looking at the year ahead, I would agonize over this. Because I had this big dream and the big dream was having two locations, being the biggest dance studio in our region and serving as many kids as we could because for me it's not just about dance. 
It's about building confidence in kids. It's about helping them to branch out in their social skills and build friendships. It's about building a community. It's so much more than just dance classes. So I had this big dream, but in reality, when we reached some really high goals, it wasn't what I thought it would be. So in 2019, 2020, we had 300 students and we hit the highest profit on record, which was amazing. And for a small coastal town like we are here in regional central coast Queensland, 300 students is massive. I didn't actually realise how big that was really until I started checking out primary schools for my son and realised that our dance studio was bigger than two of the primary schools in our area. And that just blew me away. So, you know, we've reached this amazing success, but for the beginning of 2021, at the peak of that success, I made the decision to merge those two studio locations into one, which I knew meant that we would see a drop in student numbers for the people who didn't want to travel that 20Ks, which would then also mean a drop in profit, And of course, it would mean that I would have to break the news to some of my team members that they wouldn't have work with us going into the new year. So I cried. I cried a lot. I beat myself up over and over in my head if I'd made the right decision. I had so much doubt going on inside of me and I felt so completely, completely vulnerable But even though I downsized my business at that point, alongside that vulnerability, I had to be courageous and I had to follow my inner knowing that it was the right thing for me. It was the right thing for my stress levels. It was the right thing for the management of my business. And as a result, I feel like our customer experience has actually improved because Everyone is far less stressed and stretched. Our systems flow so much easier from just being in the one location. It's so much easier. And I've learned so much from that experience that now I can apply to other areas of my business and I can also pass it on to other women in business who are also on the path to burnout. And if that's you listening right now, then I hope that in sharing this story, It helps you to come back to trusting yourself and your inner knowing and allowing trust in believing that all of your hard work is really, it is, it's leading you somewhere because I have no doubt that I would have burnt out if I'd kept going on that way. And it's not to say that all of that hard work that I had done in getting to that place was a waste. All the hard work that went into leading me to that place has taken me somewhere else now. And as I said, there's twists and there's turns along your business journey. And they are like little miracles that can end up taking you on a path that is even better than you had imagined. We just have to allow it time for that to be realized. And I certainly did not have the capacity, both with my time and my energy or my creative flow, to have maintained those two locations and started She's in Business, which I believe is actually my greater purpose. And it's already given me so much joy that I get to work with 
amazing women every day and help them to realize their goals and ambitions. So let me just revisit to say that life will test you and business will test you. But if you show up for yourself in the mirror every day and maintain that positive attitude, you will eventually end up where you are meant to be. So now is a really great time for you to pause and reflect on your year and what it's been like for you and what changes you want to make for the new year. You have the power to change your course on that map that you created for yourself, that map of dreams. You can change that if you want. You are the boss. You get to make the choices of how your business runs and what you want it to look like in the future. Perhaps your dreams are serving you really, really well. You know that you need to do more of those things, those amazing things, and you should definitely go for it. That's amazing and incredible. If you're on the right path and your cup is filled every day, amazing. That's what we're going for, right? Let it be positive experiences, whatever those things are, be it positive experiences or negative experiences to test your courage and that allow yourself, allow yourself to be vulnerable with the process of testing your courage, of going out there and either putting yourself out there as a new business owner or testing out a new product or a new service or removing a product or a service from what you had on offer previously. Every experience that you have as a business owner is a lesson that will strengthen your resilience. So don't be afraid of those lessons. Those lessons will shape you to be a better person, a better business owner, and a better leader. This episode marks the last episode for 2021. So I hope that it has been an impactful episode. And I just want to thank you for listening along this year. It's been really encouraging for me to see all of the downloads that are happening each week. Obviously, starting a podcast this year was a vulnerable moment for me and it took a lot of courage to do, but it's been so rewarding. And I just want to thank you for tuning in each week. And I also would be really grateful if you could take the time to review the podcast, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And please, 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 please share it with your friends and help me spread the word. I would be so grateful to you. Because I'm the boss, I have decided to take a break from the podcast over January to allow my brain some extra creative space to start to think about what topics I'll cover on the podcast in 2022 and who I'll invite to be a guest on the podcast with me. So I'll be back with fresh episodes in February. And in the meantime, you can binge on the show episodes that maybe you've missed along the way. So have a beautiful Christmas break. Enjoy your family and friends. Be in the moment with them. Enjoy the rest. Rejuvenate your mind and creativity. And I will see you back here in Feb. Thank you for listening to this episode of the She's in Business podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it on Instagram and Facebook. And I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review on iTunes. Be sure to include your business name and Insta handle so I can give you a shout out too. 
If you want to know more about what I do, the programs that I offer, then head over to www.donnahan.com and follow me on Instagram at Donna underscore Han underscore SIB. I hope this podcast inspires you to be courageous and take action in carving out your very own business by design, where you can avoid burnout and shine like the universe is yours.